What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Four String in our first, very first episode of In Person. We're going to roll with it a little bit here. We're very excited. Sitting here at Bart's Bar, a.k.a. Uh, my bar here in Green Bay. Very excited to get it rocking. Let's go. How are you doing, buddy? I'm ready. I'm happy to uh, finally actually see this spot. It's super nice. You can have everything up here. Yeah. Looks yeah, it's not too bad. It's coming along. Pretty, pretty schnazzy, if you ask me. Yeah, it's got a long way to go, but hey, from where it started, it's it's in a good spot. Yeah. Work in progress. Nice but anyway, let's talk some football. Probably right. our last chance that we really can. So, yep. rest in peace. No, it was a good season. Yeah, it's over now. Um, I'm kind of happy it is though. I, I feel a little indifferent about it. You know, because on one hand, it's like football is to me is the best sport without a doubt, mm-hmm. at least to watch. Yeah. So sure. having it be over is like, damn, that really blows. But at the same point, it's like, I'm just ready for next season at this point. Yeah, it's pretty for real. Um, football. Uh, how do I say this? Your time has passed to basketball to March. And this to baseball, fair time to shine now, if you ask me. Yeah, agreed. March Madness is one of the best times of the year. Oh, so I know. Electric. It's coming right up. But anyway, let's talk about the Super Bowl a little bit, even though it's still a little painful in my opinion. What a fucking joke, though. Yeah, I mean, MVP Todd Bowles. Yep. Really had it going um, for, for Tampa there. When you can hold the MVP – Former MVP, mm-hmm. runner-up to the MVP this year, mm-hmm. and you can hold him and arguably the best offense in I don't know how long, maybe even ever. Possibly it's up there. If you can hold those dudes to nine points, three field know. goals, not even a touchdown, it's like holy shit, dude. That um, that is all. Well, fun All fact, too, he goals. actually wasn't the runner-up this year. He was uh, third because uh, Aaron Rodgers had 44 votes. Okay. Josh Allen had four, and Patty Mahomes only had two. So, he actually finished third. Shout out to Josh, Josh Allen, Allen the runner-up this year. The fucking cannon. I love it. He does have a cannon. He's unbelievable. Dude, I, fucking, I could probably throw about half as far as him. Yeah. He, his thing is he makes it look so effortless. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's I just I I am not. It's hard to explain. I am not happy that football's over. However, it's just how it ended. I am happy that it's over because it's like okay, fine, yes. Tom has his seven. Congrats. That's awesome. Whatever. Who cares? Um. But I just, I just, I can't wait for next year. Um, Packers, I will keep telling myself this. Packers will be in the Super Bowl. And when they pick my heart once again, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to act as if like, oh, my God, like, why did this happen? But it's the same I mean, at this point, even if we lose in the bowl, it's like 
well, at least we got there. Yeah. You know, like it's it's so painful if just we, coming so close. If we lost the Super Bowl, I you wouldn't care from me for a long time. It's <laughs> very very true. It'd yeah. be hard to hard to accept. Agreed. Well, anyway, let's let's jump into the Super Bowl a little bit. Okay. I thought that game was one of the most boring games that I've really ever watched as far as Super Bowl history goes because, I mean, I thought it was going to be a shootout. I thought the Chiefs were just going to kind of battle them all game long. And instead it was the opposite, and they just couldn't do anything. And it was like another moment of Tom Brady looking like he's way better than he is when in reality – it was really just that defense just containing the hell out of Mahomes and yeah. the offense. Like, see, it's I just had, like, see, I had on. so much more fun watching that Patriots Rams. Oh, that was set too. But at least that one was close. It was like, okay, right. Who, right. who will put that play, that drive first? Who, who will put more than three up first? Mm-hmm. And it turns out it was the Pats. Yeah, shocker. But, um, but yeah, I had more fun watching that one than I did. Yeah, and what was the final one? in that one? Like 13 to 10 or Th- something? 13 to 3. Oh. 16 total points. Yeah, that's in the yeah. Super Bowl. Yes. I had more fun watching that one partially because it was at least. Oh, that close super sure. game. This one, it was even really super close. <laughs> That's what it is. It's a super game. It is a super game. I mean, it's this one was not even close. I mean, it was no. pretty much just Todd Coles well, cutting down the offense, playing, play out, mm-hmm. and was like, okay, like when I actually wanted to ask you about this because I thought this game was close up until kind of my turning point of the game was when uh, Tyron Matthew had the pick on Brady but then it was called back that was I, I thought that was a major turning point and you know that's kind of what I wanted to talk to you about because to me it's so bizarre how these refs have just so much control over what happens yeah. like here you're thinking it's 14-6 Matthew gets picked. They would have had the ball to like 30 or wherever they were at. You you know that the Chiefs are going to score. Very minimum, they're getting another field goal. So then it's 14-9 right before half. Instead, what happens, they call back the pick. The very next play, they call the pass interference with Mike Evans. Didn't see it. Don't like the call. But whatever. Now they got the ball at the 10. Very next play after that, holding on Gronk in the end zone. So now they got the ball at the one, you know, they're going to score. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's just a three play difference that now we're going into half 21, six or whatever it was. Yeah. And it's tough to come back from, even though the chiefs got the ball after half, it's like you as a ref, you just can't make those calls in that situation. I just, I hate it. Yeah. yeah I even said, maybe try to, to take the path that baseball took and say, like, say, have, all right, send it over to, <coughs> oh, my, pardon me, <laughs> send it over to the headquarters in 
group, wherever it is, mm-hmm. send it over there. Have the forty people just see it from fifty angles, and then send over the result of the play to the on-field uh, lead ref. Who so says what? Happens. So then the call isn't on the refs anymore. It's- yes. So it isn't on the actual refs. It's on whatever personnel that mm-hmm. they put in place sure. in that headquarters. I mean, I'm fine with that. Whatever they got to do, but I think very minimum they got to change the playoffs. Yeah, because it's just so stupid how like much control and how many games you've seen just be influenced by the refs in general. I mean, we've seen it in NFC championships, not just ours, you know, like it was what that the Eagles Saints game. Saints Rams. Or yep, sorry, Saints Rams. I mean like Saints are always in on the shit. <laughs> right. I feel bad but, I mean, for Saints fans. It's just kind of like, come on. Like you just you know what, regular season, all right, whatever. They maybe lose a game. When a girl like is said and done, you're going to know whether or not a team is good enough to make the playoffs. It's not going to come down to one game. But when you're in the playoffs and you need that one game to get you where you want to be in the Super Bowl, you can't make those calls. Well, plus the super bullshit part, in my opinion, is when you have the refs, say they call it the entire – 50 minutes, 55. And then towards the final five or final two, mm-hmm. however it is, then they com- totally change it up. They, right, right. So when we saw that in the NFC Championship. Exactly my point. So if you say you call bullshit, okay, fine. Call it consistent. Mm-hmm. Both sides. Right. Then it's like, all right, fine. They're on at least a consistent kind of trend. Right. However, you can't have him call it one particular way for the entire game until mm. the end. And then, oh, there's a flag, right. but 50 plays before well, right. that. Right. I mean, like, wasn't even a a thought of a right play. When you saw an NFC championship, they were letting them play. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. If you want to let them play, let them play. But then you can't turn around and then not call one or vice versa, call one that shouldn't be in the end of the game. Kind of like what you just said. Then in the Super Bowl, they were throwing dirty laundry all over the place. For sure. Not against the Chiefs, of course. Or to all against the Chiefs, I should say. And nothing against Brady or the Bucks, you know. And yeah. it's like it's hard to not think that the NFL is not rigged when you see stuff like that because it's like you know the NFL wanted Brady to get a seven, first team to ever win in their home stadium. You know, it's all that kind of BS involved. And it's like, how do you how do you not believe those conspiracy theories after seeing stuff like that? Yeah, it's pretty hard to mm-hmm. to see all the facts in front of you and then essentially be told I promise this isn't how it is when everything that you say and do Mm -hmm. speaks that hey this is exactly how it is right 
And yeah, it's something has to change, has to be fixed. And yeah. Yeah, I'm just I mean, I'm just tired of these refs having so much control. I mean, I think it's very cool what they were doing with Sarah Thomas, bringing her in. Shout I think, out her. I think women should be more involved in the NFL and in sports. Absolutely. But, you know, it's just male or female, I don't really care. They just got to get these calls right. Yep. You know, male, like, female, I don't care what you identify as. Get an as a ref. I don't, I don't care. care what you identify as. Just call a fair Refing game purple, white, pink, black. I don't care, just call a third (laughs) one game. The other thing I was kind of thinking about too is like, how as a ref, and I'm not saying they do it on purpose, maybe it's just us as a fan and how we see it, but like, how do you, in good conscience, look at Patrick Mahomes running around, running for his life every play, and still like make calls against the Chiefs because the guy's throwing balls while he's parallel to the ground diving while his receivers are, I don't know, maybe they had some popcorn before the game and just can't catch the ball and it hits him right in the face mask. I don't know. But like, yeah, something. I just don't get how refs can just like watch that guy struggling and just make it that much worse. Well, to kind of circle back to that, Patrick Mahomes is a fucking oh, he's freak. Unbelievable. He is a freak. He he does shit that sure some other people probably could do it if they tried, mm-hmm. but no one in their right mind is gonna try yeah. that. And only he can. And his throws were right on target. I know they're unreal. He was just throwing them from behind his back. That hand fucking everything out of portion, and it's a perfect pass. How 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 he's able to do that? I don't know, but that's probably also why he is being paid five hundred million. And I'm not. So uh, I mean, there's more reasons than that. But oh yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's in part. Right. Um, but I mean, it's just it's absolutely unreal. Plus you could see how much pain he was in and mm-hmm. how bad he just wanted it. He wanted it so bad he was pushing through a torn whatever. Well, you know, I wanted to talk about that a little bit too because that asshole cost me a lot of money because he decides, ah, you know what, I'm just going to run for about 34 yards in the first, uh, like, three uh, plays uh, they have uh, the ball. Like, uh, you really? Did you, you have, have to un- go. Did you have the under in the? Yeah, rushing? he had to have under twenty-four yards. Twenty-four. <laughs> he runs for thirty-three in the game. Oh, that's brutal. And it was in the first like drive that they had the ball. Yikes. Like really, you are going to get surgery on your toe after this game, but you still feel the need to go run and get first down. Well, what is wrong with you? Well, plus I saw this little thing how he. Ran 497 yards pre-sack or pre-pass, so he was quite literally running for his life. Which I, I mean, just respect, man. I mean, that's to have no, to not do that. respect because he cost me money. I mean, he could have won that, me money to have to do that and 
still be injured and all that. It's just, it's yeah. okay. Yes, honey, honey or not, he is a freak. Like, it's well, just yeah. That. There's no question there, but it's like, dude, you can't just let me have one last <laughs> game of the year. You can't just give me that one. I mean, come on, man. Like, I mean, you could always just. I'm going to send him an invoice along with that hospital bill for the surgery invoice. Hope your insurance covers it. I mean, I I don't think he needs insurance. (laughs) (laughs) No, probably not. He's he's definitely rich. Uh, Whatever. I mean, I don't know. It's just like, you would think that's a safe bet because the guy can't run on his toe, or at least that was what was said. Can't run on his toe. And he just had a concussion like a week and a half, two weeks before. So why he's running is beyond me, but whatever. What do I know? See, if I have anything wrong with a foot. That's our buzzer. Don't mind that. Who the hell's here? Uh, Awkward. If you don't have food, get the hell out. (laughs) Yeah. Tom may as well just pause it Uh, at this point. Tom, I need some food. God damn it. <laughs> we'll be back, folks. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we'll be right back. All right. Who's here? What? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. It was a dude from uh Amazon. Yeah. Sorry about that interruption. Anyway. You didn't have any where were we? Food. Oh yeah, I was unhappy. Yeah. Um well I mean that's most of the time you are because of something hey. that fucks you in the bets. Hey, it, it's, it's not, not nice. just you. It's, it's me nice. too. It's not nice. Speaking of unhappiness, though, how about the, how about Russell Wilson saying he's unhappy with the Seahawks? I mean, he has he has a right to be for sure. He he's brought them a Super Bowl, an actual relevancy throughout the NFC for the past what ten years now. Um, I mean, it's not just him, but I see outside the of the Legion of Boom for what three seasons. But mm-hmm. I mean, he he is your franchise. He is. You should do what the Chiefs have been doing and build around him. But instead, you draft one receiver. Okay, hey, that's awesome. But you. Don't protect him. That's uh, that's pretty important if you ask me. Yeah. What was that stat that I saw that he was sacked like? Was it like something crazy? Four hundred. Yeah, thousand times. <laughs> it was like four hundred times or something like that in, his, in his term there, which is way too many. And the face I saw on the meme, like, pretty much just said it all because oh, it's yeah. just like he's just so upset and depressed that like really y'all can't block for me yeah well i mean where would he end up like where could he end up i don't know who would like who would even think of of all right easy tom hi bud (laughs) shout out to uh shout out to my father heading on a date yep um, Hope it goes well for him. Cheers. Pull out. <laughs> All right. So anyways. Yeah, I don't need me. Russ, where could Russ end up? Because, I mean, 
how 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 similar to a Deshaun Watson trade could this end up? Could he say, "Hey, fuck you, trade me"? What could you in turn see well, I mean, for I- him? Like this something similar to the uh, Stafford and. Well, I would Lions like to trade. think that he would get probably more than Stafford and what was dealt in that trade, but I would think he would get less by maybe a pick than Deshaun because Sean's a little bit younger, got a little bit more time, a little bit less damage dealt to him, that kind of thing. So, But I would think him and Deshaun's trade packages would be very similar. As far as where he would go, I mean, there's there's plenty of teams that – I think could use a quarterback for sure. It's just a matter of who has the the package that they could go and get him. Okay, so we played this last week on our episode. Mm-hmm. Who calls and picks up the phone, and who says no and hangs up the phone? Well, I mean, it's first crazy. off, I think I think if you're Seattle, I think you need to just hang up the phone right away because Russ is top five quarterback, and he's not five. You know, so I think you need to do what you have to to make Russ happy. So really, Seattle shouldn't be answering calls. But I would say that, you know, if you're going to and you're going to, you know, kind of look into that. I think the Colts. I honestly wouldn't be too surprised if it was a guy for a guy trade. Maybe you send Deshaun to Seattle and Russ back to Houston. I don't know how happy Russ would be with that. Russ but would be the most unhappy person. Like probably, probably but pulled out for like a whole season or something. But when you think about possibilities and like where they could end up, I mean, if excuse me, fact of the matter is, if Houston gets rid of Deshaun, they need a quarterback. Could you imagine Deshaun throwing to DK? For I mean, the it'd, next, be, like, it'd be just as, years. it'd be just as dirty as it for is when ten years. Russ does it. That would be sick. I really wish that guy was a Packer. You should have been. I know. I don't like to think about it. It could have been. I know. Should have could have would have. Um, yeah, but yeah. It's, it's, instead we have Jordan Love. <laughs> Actually, that's not correct because that was the year after. Okay. So instead, instead, we, we have, have uh, who do we take instead of him? I don't even know. Well, I think we took Savage that year, right? Savage or Savage, Savage and Jair. No, Jair was seventeen. It was uh, Gary. Oh yeah, he was our first runner. Yep. I do like Rashawn Gary. He's really stepped up. So do I. Okay, so maybe we won't have DK. However, <laughs> however, you could have traded up. Huh? I thought they had two shots at him. I I don't remember who our second rounder was though. Well, that's for for uh, other day. So anyways, who who? All right. So say the Seahawks they want to trade him. What teams do not pick up the phone? Probably Kansas Chiefs wouldn't because they have no. Real reason to obviously Mahomes is still amazing. Okay, how about I don't think the Packers are because 
Why would they do that? Baltimore. You're saying would they answer? Yes. Would Baltimore answer? I would think not. Ah. Would they answer? Yes. I think every team is honestly going to answer, let's be real. But, like, would they actually consider it? Probably not. I mean, I don't I don't really think they would want to move on from Lamar, and why would you? I mean, he's a stud. Yeah, so. true. Plus, he's young as hell. Like, right. He's, like, freshly 22. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, there's, there's no insane. reason in Baltimore. Yeah. I mean, really, there's maybe four or five teams that just don't need a quarterback. Yeah. Chiefs, Packers, Bills, um, Baltimore, Ravens. and I mean, what I thought was Seattle, but now with this stuff coming out, I don't really know anymore. Yeah. I mean, because I had Russ in the top five as far as QBs, but it's like if he's unhappy, who knows? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I hope Seattle is smarter than, than that to trade him, but. I don't know. How about this? Would Tampa pick up that phone? Would they consider trading Tom for Russ? Because it's clearly shown that wherever he shows up, stop it. There's a possibility of a party. Um, would well, Tampa okay. even? Before I answer that question, that motherfucker doesn't even deserve to have that Lombardi. Did you see that video today? Yeah, he's that asshole (laughs) is standing on one boat with the Lombardi in his hand. That thing is freaking sacred. Yo, he looked hammered. (laughs) He He probably was. He looks so And I don't blame him for that. Kudos to you. That actually makes me like you a little bit more. You won the Super Bowl. You're standing there holding the most sacred thing in all of sports. No, in all of everything. A Lombardi is like the I was going with all of sports, but whatever. Holy grail. He's standing there on his boat holding this thing. Son of you. And he just chucks it over to, I would say, probably 10 feet, 15. I'd say probably. That's a pretty. 15 and a half. I was going to say, that was. Which <laughs> have to be exact. That was a pretty hefty toss. Precise. And he just tosses it over water to Bronk, who. Yes, okay, he caught it. Cool. But, like, Do you imagine, imagine if Gronk, like, if it would have just hit him in the hands and fell into the ocean. Call him Travis Kelsey. That's what you can do there. You call him Travis Kelsey then. Because that's what he did in the Super Bowl. Shots fired. Well, I mean. You're not wrong. When you lose the Super Bowl because you can't. The point being, catch that asshole doesn't even deserve to hold the thing if he's just going to basically risk its life. And chuck it over 10 feet of ocean. Or sorry, 15 and a half feet of ocean. Yep. That, to me, I was kind of pissed at that. And it just made me hate Tom Brady more. Anyway, to answer your question, I would almost think that Tampa should field that call. But I don't think they would send back Brady. I think at this point, if you're Tampa, you let Brady go as long as he wants. Or as long as he can. So you have Russ and Brady battle it out. Russ, back him up until Brady leaves. You can't pay those two like a fifty. Why not? Mike Evans is offering up his own money. You see that? He's like, I will literally donate my own money to keep guys here because he wants rings, plural, not one, not five, not six. (laughs) Yeah, okay, no, yeah. 
Um, well, I mean, first off, I think Russ would rather hold out than be a pack up. Maybe so, but I'm saying if you're Tampa, how can you how can you get rid of the the quarterback that just did everything to get you a Super Bowl? Because you know he did everything. He played defense. He played kicker. He literally did everything Dude, for that team. So he was sick at safety. I thought. Yeah, yeah. guy yeah. guy made three picks. Yep. Um, I don't know. I mean, in my opinion, yes, he just won you a Super Bowl, but. At some point in time, you have to move on. If you have a a chance at Russ, well, the Patriots moved on from him, and look how that worked for them. I mean, yes, but that's else? coming from a guy who hates him. But yeah, apparently, was, he can do no wrong. Yeah, apparently, he can walk on because that that water was him chasing around Mahomes throw a and trophy over water too. It was Tom Brady who was chasing around Mahomes. Yep, and willing. The Chiefs players to drop every pass. Yep. It was it was like a, a mind thing where he's like, you will not catch this. Plus, tell me if I'm wrong, but You're I wrong. thought I saw him inside of a ref's uniform. No, they just high five after every play. Oh. Okay. In case you didn't know, I don't like Tom Brady. Uh, no. Really? I wouldn't. I would have never known. Okay, here's, here's my thing, every day, folks. You said, shut up. You said earlier that he solidified his goat. What'd you say? He solidified his goat establishment. I never said that he did. I said that it is a story in the news that people have been saying oh, that okay. he solidified his. Goat this pants. coming from a longtime Patriots fan who, before you met me, loved Tom Brady. Had his jersey, if I'm not mistaken. Yep, first one ever. Yeah, I don't know why. Shout out, Uncle Bill. Regressing paradise. Why are we friends again? So, anyways, I think <laughs> if the Seahawks receive that phone call, oh, we're back they, to this. They take that. Well, yeah, because that's the point that we're on. I think that they make that trade. Send Russ. I honestly hope they do because if Tom Brady goes to that fucking bullshit team in Seattle, no chance they even make the playoffs. Ooh, Ooh, okay, okay. You want to see Tom Brady running around for his life? Warming up in here. No way. He's not fast like Russ. He's not athletic. I'm not saying he is, but I am just. So if he's got to run for his life, he's fucked. Okay, that's true. And they don't have a defense that can carry his jock like every other team he's been on has done. This second half of the season, Seattle's defense actually was their strong. Were they as good as Tampa's? No. Well, of course not. They didn't win this Super Bowl, but that's my point, is if you're Seattle, you make that phone call you get tom you get fucking i don't know two firsts you get another say you get uh cameron great who knows well tom ain't going anywhere without his right hand man gronk gronk will pull some shit say that he's retired say, and then come out of retirement say that he's up 
say that he's retiring. It's just like he always does. He always you kind of remind me of Gronk. I wish I was drunk. I'd have four Super Bowls and a whole lot of money. Fair point. Anyway, where I was going with that goat talk, though, I I guess the reason I don't call him my goat was because when I look at the other players that are referred to as the goat, I think of Michael Jordan first. Yep. You hear about LeBron being the goat and how, like, there's a controversy there between MJ and LeBron. Mine is clear for MJ. But let's just take a second and imagine a world where LeBron has more rings than MJ. So he gets to seven. I still don't think he would be my GOAT, and the reason for it is because he's had, in my opinion, more help. It's a different type of league, whatever. But the thing about Jordan is, yes, okay, he had a a good Bulls team, multiple good Bulls teams, but he was the clear 1,000% leader and the reason they got to where they were at. If it was a big shot they needed in the fourth quarter, Jordan was taking it. And majority of the time, I would say that he hit it. LeBron, yeah, he's not afraid to take the game winner, but he's missed a few and gotten bailed out by his teammates who in turn then did hit the game winner. Kyrie, Kyrie, Ray Allen. Ray Allen. Those are just two that I can think of that got him basically two rings. Yep, that's that's half of his right there. So it's like Jordan just kind of, to me, stands alone as, at least for basketball, the GOAT because of the things that he did on the court. To me, it's so much more about talent than it is your rings. And I think that's kind of a problem with society because it's so much concern based on how many rings you have. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, if you put Tom Brady on the Packers team from 2005 when Aaron Rodgers got drafted until now, do you honestly believe that he would have more rings than Rodgers? I would a 10,000% say no. He'd probably still have the one, I would say, maybe at max two. Yeah. No chance he's got seven. No chance. No, no. Um, Well, to take into account what you said and then to kind of revert back to the Tom Brady being referred to as a goat. So you obviously mentioned Peron having the shot by Kyrie and the shot Mm -hmm. by Trey Allen. Now I'm actually helping – you for your um, hatred of Brady first. He got bailed out by Malcolm Butler Mm -hmm. for that pick. So there's There's one. So if Seattle actually uses a brain and they hand it off to Harshon, Mm -hmm. that's one one less Super Bowl. Okay. Also, uh, yes, okay, he led one of the greatest comebacks ever against Atlanta in 16. But had Julian Edelman not made that unbelievable catch that he drops nine times out of ten? I'd say 99 out of 100. Whatever, even better. He drops that 99 out of 100, but that one time he catches it and they end up winning. There's two. And then, well, plus you could also say that the Philly 
the Super Bowl he went crazy on. He played. Yeah, he played probably game. his best game he can. He had like 500 plus. Mm-hmm. Oh, what was it? Three touchdowns. Yeah, I don't even it was, know. It was good. He played insane. And yet his defense finally fails him. And so he mm-hmm. lost one. Okay, now you know how the two of us feel. Well, and that's that's my point. If he Plus, doesn't have a defense that can bail him out, like had Aaron Rodgers had a defense that could bail him out in five of those NFC championships, Aaron Rodgers has like six rings. Then you also what have a world. To, then you have to bring up the helmet catch. That was just asinine. How he See, caught that, that was that was Who against knows? him. Exactly. So that's my point. Is that he could have that one. So he could well, have a yeah. minus the the um the Seattle Super Bowl. So Rats even seven. Yeah. Say we say the Julian uh Super Bowl with the Falcons. Say the Falcons they don't actually choke. Say the stand up on top. Mm-hmm. How he has six. Can you think of any others? Because I mean, if the Rams could have moved the ball at all on the Pats defense, I mean, I didn't really think the Pats were all that good, but the Rams looked horrible. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That game was kind of a fluke to me, I guess. But I mean, whatever. His defense got him that one, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's he didn't play too hot for the previous. That's just it. He never three. does. However, however, for his first ever Super Bowl, I believe it was the St. Louis Super Bowl. Mm. He actually played pretty pretty solid. He, he had that final second drive mm. set up for the and it's Terry field goal and okay there's one so i think that he should have about six five six however some that he won he should have lost and some that he lost well yeah and i mean you know what don't get me wrong i can't stand the guy at all i hate his guts but oh really (laughs) shut up (laughs) but at the same point like I absolutely respect, for one, himself putting himself in that great situation every time. Yeah, he chose the Buccaneers for a reason. He's not stupid. Oh, they're for sure. freaking stacked. He absolutely went there for a reason. Nice place to live. The team was really coming together. They signed a bunch of people, and he wanted, or well, I should say, the Patriots wanted him out. All right, let's go do it. Gronk is coming out of retirement to join me for the eighth time. I can have AB live at my house and they'll sign him. And then you toss off like three tiny little passes. So the key receives a $250 bonus (laughs) that I'm sure that he charged him for, for for his rent. rent. He said, Hey, I'll pass you these if you, Amy, uh, no, I mean, you know what? The guy is probably, I would say he's the GOAT at putting himself in the right situation. I would say he's the GOAT at somehow finding a way to win. And I would say he's arguably the GOAT at being the smartest quarterback ever. 
because I will very, give him I will give him that. He knows where to go with the ball every time. Mm-hmm. While he finds the wide open guy every time, and how that's even possible, I don't know. But he always seems to know where to go with the ball, and he gets it out quick. I don't know how. I don't know why defenses can't figure him out. I, I, it baffles me. But the part that pisses me off about him is I don't think he should have as many rings as he does. And I don't think he's all that talented as far as like his arm strength, you know, kind of his passes, that type of thing. Really what keeps him going is his smarts, you know, and like those, those wide open seams to Gronk, they're what seven yard passes and Gronk's (laughs) happy day. Just like standing there waiting for the ball. Like I could make those passes. You and I could throw him lefty. He's so wide open. I mean, I mean, I don't know about me. I got a terrible left hand. But <laughs> the other one, the I think it was Antonio Brown runs a a comeback. It's like a twelve to fourteen yard comeback. Brady throws this thing, and I felt like I was watching this thing, watching Brown just stand there like this, <laughs> just waiting for the ball to get there. Like what? Okay, all right. So with all of that being said. I've actually been curious for this. Where does Tom Brady land on your all-time list? In fact, Ooh. in fact, how about toss out our top fives? What are, we, what are we talking about? Are we talking right. talent-wise? Because talent-wise, he doesn't make the top 500. How about this? Okay, well, that's probably extreme, overall. But... Overall, general, so you talk talent, you talk winning you talk smarts you just the overall quarterback where does he land for you and what's your top five if he is not in your five are we also including like enjoyment watching no because it doesn't really matter because that that's opinion taste well, that's what this question is anyways. Well, I mean, yes, but look, there's still a pretty logical five out there. Okay. Are we talking in the league right now or all time? No, all time. Okay. Um, all time. Five to one. Five first. Ooh, five first. Five first. Sheesh. Um, or if it's easier, one to five. Okay, well, first of all, I'm going to only do – Quarterbacks I've personally watched, so I'm going to leave out Elway, Montana, those guys, because, yes, I've seen their highlights. I've seen what they've accomplished and all that kind of stuff, but I never personally watched them. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's hard for me to really, like, delve into them. So I'm just going to kind of go from, we'll say, our modern era. So pretty much the 2000s, I would say, roughly. Um It's tough because honestly, I could see putting five Mike Vick, but the, I feel like with him, it's more talent than anything else. Yeah, but he was just an unbelievable. You know what? Screw it. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you kind of opinion based on fun to watch, talent, and kind of just a mix of good quarterbacks. In my opinion, from who I've watched, I'll go Vick at five. Okay. Um, 
Oof, man, Don, Donovan McNabb is close, but I don't, I, I can't quite put him in there. McNabb. I used to love watching McNabb. Fourth and twenty-six. Oh, stop it. Yep. Nope. He's not my five. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Um, four. Let's go, Peyton Manning. Okay. Unbelievable, just yeah. Playmaker. Now, if we're talking smartest of all time, he has it's to between be, him and Brady. I would say. Yeah, I'm about to say it has to be between those. Omaha. Those two. Um, <laughs> three. Favre. Okay. I mean, the original gunslinger. Just the only gunslinger. Uh, yeah, there's some dudes on his tail. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. But there's no one is going to toss as many picks as in. Oh, you, well, picks maybe, but. You, you cannot. Yeah, I mean, have that's a record that I've never broken. Half the picks that he does and he calls the gunslayer. You got to have at least almost almost what he has to be yeah, called the true gunslinger. Two. And I, this one's kind of a stretch, but the guy just does unbelievable things. Mahomes. Okay. And I wonder who number one is. Juan Rogers. Now, I do think that Mahomes, should he continue on the path that he's on, you asked me this question in four or five years, I think Mahomes steps in front of Rogers. Uh But he's just – he's not quite there yet for me. I mean, yes, he does some amazing things. But Aaron Rodgers has been doing this stuff for years. So – Aaron Rodgers is still my number one. Aaron Rodgers has a mix of that smarts as well as that, like, I can just throw this wherever I want. Yeah. So that's that's probably my five. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's tough. That's That was a difficult question. Why yeah. Well, let's hear yours. Well, um, I was hoping for, for an all-time kind of thing because it for sure – once you expand it to the all time, it becomes hard because hey, it was you, hard to do. How you have that? How you have to put in John Elway, and I got to put well, in. I don't like Elway. Put so in, I don't know if he'd put in my five anyways. Joe Montana. Now you got to put in the one, the only Dan Marino. So it's like, okay, where do all of these five shape up? So my five for all time. I'll, Are you going all time? Yes. All right. Well, here. So I'll first I'll do the all time, then I will do modern era okay. that I've that I've seen. All right. Five. Peyton. Okay. I think the guy was just a genius on the field. Yep. Just an absolute, just absolute genius. He, I mean, it'd be a smack in the face to put him under five. Four, I know he beat us in the Super Bowl, but Tom Elway. Um, he he just had that 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 swagger by him that mm-hmm. he was great at the playing football. He was great at the playing of football. Plus, he fucking knew he was good at it. He was he was just the man, so you have to have him up there. Three, three. I will put Tom B. 
because the guy just wins. He's smart. He's a smart dude. Barf. You have to put him up there. I'm sorry. No, you don't. I didn't. Well, you're highest. No, I'm not. Number two. Has nothing to do with the Packers. Joe Montana. Have to put old Montana in there. He wonder who's going to be number one, man. Number one is Dante Cole. I was like, Jamarcus Russell. Duh, no. <laughs> no. Christian Ponder. <laughs> Tavares Jackson. Hey, Jay Cutler might be number one as far as Packer defense oh, is favorites. A- absolutely. No. So, number two, Joe Montana. Is, I mean, it's, it's hard to not even think of him as a, a top two. And number one, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's just a brilliant, brilliant mind, extremely yeah. talented. Yeah. And yes, he's the hometown man. But even if I was not a hometown person, he would still be at least number yeah. two. Yeah, I think I if think you say he, otherwise, you're just yeah, you're just kidding yourself, or you don't yeah. know football something. Because he can it's, be arguably top two. Arguably, I, I just still don't think, think Mahomes overtook him, and I don't yeah. see who else you could put yeah. ahead of him. See, see, I have except for those idiots you said right out side of the top five. I have Marino and then Mahomes. Reno because he couldn't, he could not push past the hump of the Super Bowl, he just couldn't figure it out. I don't know. Why, if, if it was just a place that he was at, whatever, but I have Greeno at six and Holmes at seven because he's so young. Now, nobody cares about that. That's all time. Now, my modern era that I've seen, I agree at five. The man was electric. Electricity ran through him. He was just, quite frankly, unstoppable mm-hmm. in the four or five seasons. Yeah, before that dog fighting thing, he was yeah, just another animal. Yeah, and uh, number, yeah. F- <laughs> number four. Oops. Well, I'm. He, did, a, he did the crime, not me. I'm about to say. Well, he not only did the crime, but he did. The time, or he sure, sure did the time. So, okay, so you got Vic at five. Shout out to him. Um, I see. I'm kind of torn at at the top four because I do like it's just because I've seen so many great quarterbacks. Um, I probably would have to put Donovan McNabb at four. Just because he he knew what the hell he was doing, yeah, he was, he was a sure. talented dude. The guy, he was just the he was top two at the time for his prime. He was the top two for sure. At number three, Peyton. Same as before, he's yep. just absolutely yep. Brilliant. Number two, Patrick Mahomes, of course. Number one, 
to go. Jeff Garcia. No, <laughs> Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I mean, it, it's so hard to really do the GOAT conversation. Yeah. I mean, because I, I honestly, I just don't know what's really involved in it anymore. I mean, past rings, it's like, do people even care yeah. about touchdowns or yards or anything like that? Because uh, I don't know where Brady's on on those lists. Actually, he's I, not oh, one. I'm made a mistake. I, res- I resend my list. Thick five, Breeze four, Peyton Ooh. three, Patty two, Rogers one. You have to put it up before. Breeze is probably my six, honestly, but yeah, yeah. I suppose now that I'm thinking about it, Breeze would probably be ahead of Vic. Yeah. Um, see, I just I can't put him over Peyton because he only has one but the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl thing doesn't matter. Why is it like? But it does, though. I, I mean, mean, I guess because it I shows mean, you can win and get there. Yes. But at the same point, like, I mean, take Philip Rivers. That that's kind of his knock on whether or not he should get in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Because he doesn't have any rings. Well, why is it his fault that the freaking Chargers organization doesn't get him any help? But he himself kept choosing to sign the chosen sign the sign the <laughs> contracts. He kept coming back. He, uh, yeah, I guess. He kept signing the contracts. It wasn't him. It's because apparently loyalty in this day and age is dead, and he tried to keep it alive. Well, um, it nobody not, stays with their teams anymore. Did not pay off for him. Well, as far as Super Bowls, no, it didn't. Yeah. But he's also the all-time passing leader for the Chargers. He played there for 15 seasons or whatever it is. Can you imagine? I think that's awesome. Eli was a Charger. That, that whole been, change. Yeah, that would have been wild. That whole change up. Eli wouldn't have two rings. Okay, question. Where does Ben Roethlisberger end up on your all-time list? He's because not, He's not very high. Would you put him top 15? Because he yeah, – If I really dove into it and looked at the stuff, maybe. But uh, – but can you argue? Is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? Soon as he's eligible, is he up there? Well, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago on what makes a Hall of Famer, and to me, yes, but does he fit the criteria? At this point, yes, because I didn't think Calvin Johnson was a Hall of Famer, and he made it. But oh, speaking of Hall of Fame snubs, Leroy Butler was 10 times better than John Lynch, but apparently that just isn't. I mean, he should get in just for the invention of the Lambo Leap. That's got to come for something, right? Why he is not in there yet is beyond me. Yeah, I mean, the whole Hall of Fame conversation just, to me, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I kind of think it's a load of crap, Mm. but... Kind of upset with that, though. Yeah, but anyway, um, I don't know. I guess that's the end of the 2020 season. It was a fun ride, but kind of glad it's over, so let's let the uh, 
offseason officially begin. Last thing we uh, predicted cheers. for all of the awards people, <laughs> shout cheers. out to us. Cheers to that. Shout out to us. I mean, it was pretty obvious. Did you really just cheers me and not actually take a drink if you're drinking? My bad. Jesus. Shout Christ. out to us. Um, <laughs> yeah, mean, if only we had put money on it, right? Yeah. Um, well, first off, TJ Watt not being defensive. Oh, he got absolutely here. snubbed. Ah, uh, that's so disrespectful. <laughs> I mean, you got to love Aaron Donald. The dude's a beast. But when you look at the numbers, TJ Watt just blew him out of the water. So I agree with JJ Watt in posting that on Twitter. But yeah, it wasn't what I say close. basically means nothing. So yeah, that's why we're here and yeah. not there. Let's talk some baseball. I love baseball. It's baseball is back. <laughs> Baseball well, turns me on. Okay. You need to step away for a minute here? No, I'll be fine. Nope. Nope. Can't corn, I'll be fine. Can't um, okay, so I would agree with you that I love baseball too. Played it a long time. My issue with it is it's starting to get out of hand. These small market teams or smaller market teams don't have a shot. I mean – for those of you who don't know, I'm talking about Trevor Bauer going to the Dodgers. I am furious about it because this type of stuff is ruining the game. Yeah, the Dodgers are just paying for their players, and it's ridiculous because it – not even trying to be a homer, but it doesn't allow teams like the Brewers to even have a chance. I mean, I do want to say this, though. The Tampa Bay Rays, they're in the similar kind of honey seat as the Brewers. In fact, they're even less. However, they damn near could have won the series if they just kept them like Snell. Plus, the baseball. But did they win? The baseball lords, the the higher-ups said no to a Charlie Morton Walker Bueller. Game seven. Can you believe but that? But that's the thing. The, that would have been electric, dude. A Morton Bueller game seven. How we got denied that is beyond me. Thanks, look, Kevin. Cash. Look, I'm not. I'm not saying yeah, it can't quick. be done because baseball is a right, tricky Kevin game Cash. where you know you just don't know. Any any ball club can show up on any given day, true, and just kind of go nuts. You might have some kid who just got called up from. The minors hits two dingers and like wins the game for him. You don't know. I mean, anything can happen. Anybody can get hot that day. Obviously, if you're not as talented, you're not going to make the playoffs because you're not just going to go nuts every day. Like you still have to have the talent. But the point being, if you got teams like the Dodgers who last year they go after Mookie, get him. This year, the probably the biggest the free house. agent in this class. With Trevor Bauer, yeah, and they get him. Well, he for sure is the biggest like, in come in on this it's, class. It's just ridiculous because it's like, okay, cool, top free agent. Where's he going? Dodgers. So all right, next just, year, same story. Come on, listen to this rotation. Just this top three: Trevor Bauer, Walker Bueller, Clayton Kershaw. Do they still have? Dustin, okay. As of right now, yeah. Yeah, all right. So they got him. Shit. You could put 
myself or him at number five, and they would still be in the It doesn't playoffs. matter. You could literally have an orangutan as your fifth pitcher, and you'd win enough games to make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, it's – I mean, it's really – not even fun. Um, no, it's not, and it's irritating I because mean, baseball is kind of hard to watch as is. Yeah, when it's not playoff time. The only thing that I'm kind of liking is that people like the Podge Rays are taking some hoes. Well, yeah, because they sucked for so long. They're I'm coming, tired of it. Yeah. Well, they're finally showing up. They're putting out to compete. Uh, same with Toronto. Shout out to I just T-Dot. I just remembered uh, Arenado's coming to the Cardinals. Yes, and that's going to be great. I forgot about that one. Yeah, that sucks. Okay, so basically the Cardinals have the NL Central for the next. Well, hopefully five we can years. get in as a wild card. Yeah, um, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah, so Cards, Padres, Blue Jays. Those are three teams who, who I think can compete, but at the end of the day, won't be, won't be the answer to the Dodgers. I like just it, I, like at this point, I just don't see who can beat the Dodgers. I mean, it's hard to envision that. Braves are showing up. They have some. Yeah, but you take people. a seven-game series. I just I, I don't know who's going to beat them. I really don't. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I mean, uh, hopefully Turner leaves. Turner to to Milwaukee, I'd please. Fine with that. I'd be fine with that. Just get him out of L.A. I don't even care if he comes to the Brewers because, to be honest, I don't really have all that high of hopes for the Brewers. Yeah, me too. I mean, Ryan Braun yesterday said he has no desire to play. Which I mean, yeah, okay, Ryan Braun's not a huge part of our team anymore. But just as a Brewer fan, it's just kind of like, okay, cool. Here yeah. we go. Like, that's another bat in our lineup that's solid that he just has no desire to play. So it's like, I mean, really, I have very few aspirations of the Brewers even make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, their chance was in 2019. We had a chance. 2019. Yeah. They had Screw a win. for making that catch the wall. Um, yeah, screw you, Jeremy. Efforts were blowing two of those games. Mm-hmm. Um, I could really dive into that and just tell you exactly how I feel, but I'll save that for a later show. Um, speaking of shows, we have some pretty solid upcoming guests. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. You should be too. Um, it's, it'll be. He says fun. you. He's talking to you as yeah. the people, the listeners. You, the people, the fourth string lovers, Tommy and Twyla O'Connor, talking to you. Um, <laughs> I'm excited. That, eh? Yeah, the, the, um, I, I'm still. still yeah, it's still pretty weird. Shook. Um, yeah, but no. I, I'm excited. I am thrilled. We have some quality people coming on. Um, we won't kind of don't, spoil it. Don't worry. Some of them are actually like legitimate. Yes. No. People, act- not just random Boston. They're actual people fans. who have who have played sports, who have 
coached sports. Um, it is well, going to be. We could, we could probably let him in on who the, the first guest is here now that it's all want to set up. Yeah, if you want, if you want to. Want to let that the one. One, rip. the only coach Ryan Lucchese. He was our baseball coach in high school. I have, he was I have him for football as well. He was also a football coach. He, I believe, he, he still coached is a football coach. Women's basketball. He didn't at Central, no. Um, I'm pretty sure he played all of it. I think he played. He played women's basketball. Yep. <laughs> oh, well, gee, that's news to me. <laughs> no shit. I'm, just, I'm excited for him. He yeah, he is a, a good, genius a for all sports. He knows everything there is to know. He is knowledgeable. He's he is just a fun person. So we are excited to have. Yeah, he'll be on, him on what, probably weeks, probably two or three cool, cool weeks. Um, I'm I'm excited for that one. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, we do have some uh, some good guests lined up for sure. We won't spoil the rest of yeah, them. Yeah, no. Since he'll be the first one on here in a couple weeks, just kind of wanted to give everybody a heads up. Definitely tune into that one. It'll be a fun one. Mm-hmm. That one will be much more college on sports because he is a genius on sports. He knows everything. Guy is a guru. Yes. Um, what else is on tap for us? Uh, logos are coming to a, a close here. Just kind of finalizing a few details on them. So we should have a logo kind of set up within the next week or so, which in turn will then be able to set up our website, things like that, get some merch out for you guys, all that kind of stuff. Shirts. Love shirts. Shirts, sweatshirts. Shirts, sweatshirts. Uh, hopefully some joggers. Maybe some coffee mugs, things like that. Shoes, hats. Big shout out to the ladybugs who are all Frolfing. listening. Frolfing. Saucers. I don't think that's you put I don't think that's on little frothing saucers. Um, I don't think that's a thing, but I'm we'll try to for, get that going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna push for for socks and ugly sweaters. Um, yeah, you might be overruled on that one. I um, I'm gonna be pushing for everything. I want us to take over the clothing industry, fourth everywhere, <laughs> fourth everything. All right, All fourth I mean, let's hope, let's hope so. Um, yeah, uh, works excited about the pat. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fun. We appreciate everybody just kind of rocking with us. It's been I love you kind of up and down a little bit, but you know we're starting to figure it out a little bit here. Hopefully, this is uh, first of many video episodes. Obviously, we won't be in the same place all the time because I live in Green Bay. He's not, so yep. you know it's kind of hard to do the in person ones, but. We're going to try and do that when we can, maybe do some in-person guest stuff down the line. Um, but regardless, you know, it'll just kind of be, it'll be a fun road to take for sure. I can't tell you how excited I am, how thrilled I am, how just blessed to be a part of this that I am. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. <laughs> I didn't know you were very religious. Shout out to him. I mean, yeah, all things. 
for sure. Yep, it's about that time for the. Uh, yeah, I would say so. <sighs> so who's closing first, you or me? Go for it. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. We love you. We appreciate you as always so much. Stay true. Stay loyal. Stay beautiful. Love you all. Happy endings. (laughs) (laughs) That was beautiful. I'm I'm truly touched. Um, Yeah, no, kind of what he said. Go with that. Uh, I think it was uh, an interesting thing to kind of get the training wheels going a little bit on the video. Had a fun doing it. Had a fun time doing it. Sorry. Had a boy. Good time here at the bar. Had a couple brews. He's drinking soda because he's lame. Mountain Dew's zero sugar. <laughs> Shout out to you. I mean, hey, if we take any type of sponsors we can get, I guess. But um, quote of the week, you know, kind of goes along with. Um, you gotta hit the power button there, bud. This is too hard. Quote of the week kind of goes along with my personal favorite uh, Super Bowl go. commercial when Vince Lombardi was walking around Milwaukee and he ended up going through the tunnel in Green Bay. It's not whether you get knocked down, it's whether you get back up. So, obviously, everyone takes their knocks, gets knocked down. We can all get back up from it, so let's do it. Thank you all for tuning in. We love you, and we'll see you next time. We love you. I don't have a lighter. Dude, I love this. Cheers. Got it. Love you all. It's such a beautiful song, if you ask me. for sure. Yeah. This is awesome. Don't know what it is, though, because it's not copyrighted. Nope. Um, it's just a yeah, song. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Such a vibe. All right, so I'll turn it off, right? Yeah? Okay. Yeah, there we go. All right, that's a wrap. That will do.